Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive deep into the tools, laws, and yes, processes that you need to know in order to scale and grow your organization. On this podcast, we help you structure your business processes to make your people your organization's greatest competitive advantage. Don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much any podcatcher of your choice. You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Here is your host, Rami Alajil, author and CEO of People Processes. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes podcast today. Does the Trump executive order mean I can stop withholding employee tax payments? Can I just stop doing that? At this point, do I even need to send in 941 payments? What is going on? All this and more, we'll dive in deeper. President Trump signed an executive order on pandemic relief. It was uh, to address the response, all the different things for the ongoing impact of the coronavirus pandemic. After negotiations for a relief package between the White House and Congress collapsed, the executive orders um, do a bunch of different things. There are going to be three that we go through. They extend uh, pandemic unemployment benefits, they defer student loan payments, and um, they are these payroll tax cuts. There's also some stuff in there about like eviction protections. Of course, where you guys are going to be most interested are the unemployment benefits and the um, tax cuts, we'll call it that, payroll tax deferrals or what they legally are. So uh, first up, let's talk about the unemployment benefits. One of the memorandums signed is intended to extend federal unemployment benefits. This action is intended to create a new benefit of $400 per week uh, that went into effect last week and goes until December. Uh, this is a decrease from the previous unemployment insurance of $600 per week uh, that was offered that expired on July 31. The $600 amount was approved in March and, like I said, ended in July. According to Trump, on the new $400, states will be responsible for covering 25% of the costs, or $100 per week per individual. Therefore, states will have to opt into the program. No word yet on who is doing that, uh, though I'm sure many will. Much of the workforce has been affected by COVID-19, and of course they've therefore been reliant on these unemployment benefits. Congress and the White House have been negotiating a broader pandemic aid package, and unemployment benefits are the core component. In absence of that agreement, these actions were taken by Trump to address the extension of the pandemic relief program. They're funding it by moving pre-allocated money from other programs into this. We'll see if it works. Um, this, from an employment perspective, is important because you may have had employees who were on unemployment and they you know, couldn't come back to work, you weren't able to bring them back to work, your stores weren't open yet. This does extend that further, though no details yet exactly on how that's going to work. I'm going to briefly hit on the student loan uh, payments. Uh, one of the memorandums addressed uh, student loan payment deferrals. Payments on federal loans were suspended through September and uh, on the prior, uh, just like the unemployment ended in July, this ended in September, and Trump's memorandum extends that payments through the end of 2020. He seems to have strong grounds to do so in that we don't think that one will be challenged as much as some of these others. The other thing is they, he issued a memorandum deferring the payroll tax obligations through 2020. 
Uh, so we're going to talk about that. He advised the Department of Treasury to allow employers to defer payments for the employee portion of the specific payroll taxes. Now, federal funding is normally controlled by Congress, so we expect there to be some challenges for those executive action. Let's dive deeper into the payroll tax deferral and how that works. But first, if you like what we've been doing up till now, please like and subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast, please review us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening. If you're on YouTube, please hit that like button, drop a comment down below. I respond to every one of those comments personally. There aren't that many views on our videos yet, um, but I would love to hear from you. So please ask comments down below in the YouTube video. Thank you again. So let's uh, dive into this one particular order. It's the one we're getting the most questions about. The name of the order is the Memorandum on Deferring Payroll Tax Obligations in Light of the Ongoing COVID-19 Disaster. It's linked on our site at peopleprocesses.com. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on there because you'll get access to subscriber-only content for people on our website. And on there is the link to this actual memorandum. It's not long. It's an executive order. So. Part of the executive order, the Secretary of Treasury is directed to use his authority to defer the withholding, deposit, and payment of the 6.2% Social Security tax or on certain wages or compensation paid between September 1 and December 31 of 2020, uh, subject to a few conditions. The withholding deferral is to apply only with respect to employees with wages or compensation payable during a bi-weekly pay period that is generally less than $4,000 calculated on a pre-tax basis or the equivalent amount uh, for other pay periods. So it's basically people making 100 grand a year or less. Um, it's unclear what the generally means in the context because that's in the thing. Further guidance is going to be necessary in order to implement the executive order. The Secretary of the Treasury is directed in the order to issue that guidance. Hasn't happened yet. Additionally, the amounts deferred are to be without penalties, interest, or additions to the tax. The Secretary of the Treasury is also directed to, quote, explore avenues, including legislation, to eliminate the obligation to pay the taxes deferred pursuant to the implementation of this memorandum. So, from the executive order, it's saying, starting in September, you won't need to withhold, um, employee portion of the payroll tax, not both sides. And by payroll tax, I mean just Social Security, 6.2%. Medicare would still come out, income tax would still come out, but still, it's a 6% raise across the board for people who make less than 100,000. And the order says, directs the Treasury to figure out how to forgive that money. That's where we're at right now. Given that a comprehensive stimulus bill may be passed that will obviate the need of the executive order, the anticipated tre treasury guidance, and the September 1 effective date, I do not recommend that you make any immediate action to implement the deferral. Even in the absence of legislation, employers will need to review any implementation guidance issued by the Secretary of Treasury whenever it comes, and to evaluate the risks in implementing the deferral of the employee portion of the Social Security tax. That ultimately may need to be withheld from future employee wages or compensation. He has the authority, we think, the kind of general consensus is to, he can in fact say we're not going to collect it, it's deferred. But we don't think that the president has the, well, who the hell knows anymore, but it doesn't seem that most people think that he has the authority to actually say we're not, we're going to forgive the tax. So. It's possible that employers may decide ultimately not to implement the deferral described in the executive order, given the risks of not being able to withhold the deferred income from the future. Um, so if, you know, 
you go through all of this quarter and you don't withhold any money, which we do feel like you're gonna be able to do without penalties or interest, but then it turns out you are going to actually owe that money, it's gonna be very difficult to withhold that from your employee's paychecks. So you'll wind up owing 6.2% of their entire paychecks up till then. So I know uh, we've had some discussions with some clients who are considering implementing this and they're considering implementing the deferral, which means you know, they're paying their employees an extra 6.2%, um, and then matching it in a fund somewhere else, and they're just kind of considering it like a 6% raise across the board. If you can afford to do that, then it's probably worth doing. But if you're not able to buy 6.2% uh, of your entire fourth quarter payroll in case this winds up being owed, um, I don't know that this will be something I do. Basically, I recommend that employers continue to monitor changes, listen to the podcast, but not make any changes to their payroll withholding processes at the time. I realize that changes uh, require lead time, but given the uncertainty surrounding how the deferral will be implemented and whether it will actually become effective, I think this is the most prudent course at this time. If you have questions or need assistance, please reach out to the People Processes team uh, to whom you, with whom you regularly work, regularly work. We will continue to review all the relevant guidance and legislation and provide updates as appropriate. Keep in mind, this does not affect the broader FFCRA CARES Act deferral uh, of employment tax deposits through December 31, 2020. This is still a viable option for most businesses. The executive order is about the actual employee withholding. So right now we're saying you may, you may already be deferring your 941 payments. You may already have said, I'm not sending in any money. This executive order says don't collect the money either, or you can choose to not collect the money as well on Social Security for employees. So um, you can still defer all 941 payments through the year with 50% due at the end of 2021 and the remainder in 2022. That's still totally viable. If you don't know anything about that, uh, feel free to reach out to your people processes team. Maybe something you could check out. Uh, may free up some cash flow. Just remember that you are going to owe the money. It's not a um, forgiveness thing. It's just letting you pay it a little bit later. Anyway, um, the deferral, not the Social Security part of the employee. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rami Alijil. I hope this was helpful to you. To answer our original questions, do you have to withhold Social Security from your employee's paychecks starting September 1? Well, the executive order says you don't have to, but the prudent course at this time is to continue doing so. We'll keep you updated as more uh, information comes out. The next month, we'll be looking for the guidance from the Secretary of Treasury, updating software, those kind of things we'll take care of on our end. Um, in the meantime, you may continue to defer your actual 941 payments if needed uh, as part of the CARES Act for, uh, uh, deferral. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, please like and subscribe. Reach out to us at peopleprocesses.com. Check out the memorandum itself on there. In the meantime, it's time for you to go out there. Have a great day and get your work done. I'll see you tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.